Joe Bunazar and, and with Impact Basketball. We're really excited to partner with Coaching You Live and Coach uh, Brendan Sarah and Kevin Eastman with our certification program. We've put together an online program for player development, uh, over 17 hours of video that we feel will really change the way players are developed and, and be very, very helpful to coaches, trainers, parents all over the world. So really excited to partner with Coaching You Live. Uh, we've, we've put a special deal together with Coaching You Live to provide a discount code of Coaching You Live entered in our promo code, all lowercase, Coaching You Live at our website, impactbball.com, impactbball.com. If you click on Get Certified, and you can go right to the page to get signed up, enter that Coaching You Live code, and you will receive the discount. But really excited. It's a great program. I think that it's going to change the way players are developed. That's been our mission since we started uh, training players 18 years ago, and it continues to be our mission. And welcome to another podcast uh, with Coaching You with the coach, Brendan Sir, and a great friend of Kevin's and mine, Buzz Williams, the coach of Virginia Tech. Buzz, welcome. Good morning. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to be on. Well, I really, really appreciate it. Kevin and I are, uh, I have to tell you, we're absolutely huge, huge fans of you, A, as a person, B, as a coach. You're tremendous. You're great for our game. And we felt it was very important that you share all that goodness uh, as people have shared with you, and you're so appreciative over the years, uh, and you're all about coaches. Uh, if you could help, uh, you know, coaches that are on our line that listen, uh, you know, and the great thing about it is the feedback that we get is amazing, and uh, I know they're going to love you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Buzz, uh, one of the things that impressed me the very, very first time we met was your incredible humility uh, and your incredible thirst for knowledge. Where did that come from? Uh, I appreciate you saying both of those things, Coach. Um, as as humbly as I can say it, um, that's just who I am. Um, I'm so humbled and grateful for the path that God has allowed me to be on. Uh, I don't think it's because of my skill set. I don't think it's because of my talent. And I'm living a dream bigger than any that I had. And uh, as a kid growing up in the country who didn't have a lot of culture, and I don't mean that in a bad way, or uh, even really understand what the world of athletics was about, um, there have been people uh, in my life throughout that have always been willing to share. And I think that as I've grown as a person and as a husband and as a dad, the hunger to improve, the hunger to learn has only been inflamed uh, mm -hmm. um, because I think that there's no necessarily right only way to do things. And I'm intrigued by how certain coaches, regardless of sport, lead. I'm intrigued by how certain coaches, regardless of sport, um, teach. Uh, and I feel the same way with authors. I feel the same way with leaders in the business world. And I try to always put myself in positions where, uh, not that my attitude is subservient, but 
where I don't understand their world. Um, and when I'm in those environments, I think that's where I learn the most because I'm having to process so much information. And the byproduct of that is on the back end of it, what did I learn that I can translate to our culture and implement that helps us improve, that helps us get better? And so I constantly try to find ways to put myself in that position. And I'm not doing it, Coach, for uh, to do a podcast. I, I, mm-hmm. Honestly, as you know, I, I don't like doing this. Uh, I feel very uncomfortable even right now with my door locked and everything shut, and I plan my whole day around this 30 minutes because it, I don't know how to articulate uh, all the things that I feel like I should be able to say at my point in my career or in my position. Um, and so I try to say no. And, like, I only said yes because it's you and because it's Coach Eastman. Like, I, I, I say no to every other thing like this because I don't – it just makes me feel uncomfortable. But I think uh, being humble and having an insatiable desire to learn are two key components as a human, two key components in whatever work field that you're in. I think those two things have to be foundational if you're going to have an opportunity to uh, have any sort of significance. Well, let me me take this, Buzz, as a challenge uh, that you're allowing me to coach you on this. And I, as your coach today, for the 20 minutes or so, I'm going to pull from you everything that I think is greatness. Okay. What attracted you to George Raveling, for instance? Uh, Along the same lines of what we're talking about, um, Mm -hmm. I I felt as though he went about things differently, um, not because of the color of his skin, not because of his past in life or in coaching. Um, I think he was a maverick in regards to how he fought in regards to how he went about things. Um, I chased him for a long time as an assistant, trying to establish a relationship with Coach. Um, And one thing I tell guys now, uh, you know, I I respond to every email. I respond to every handwritten note. Um, One thing that I've learned is you build relationships built on trust for 10 years from now. And I think one of the problems in our society, uh, in coaching with players, everybody wants it now. And I think when you're truly humble and you're truly trying to learn, you're not asking someone for something. Uh, like I try to do something in the off season. I try to do two things a month, um, where I'm off campus and where I'm the student and whoever I'm meeting with is the teacher. Um, and I have them. I did two in May. I did two in. I'm going to do three in June. I'm going to do two in July. I'm going to do. I have three so far in August. Um, and Coach Rav typically is one of those guys um, each year where I just want to learn. I think he's a counter thinker. I think he thinks outside the box, um, and he really gets my gears going on. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I should have thought of that. <laughs> and like I'm I'm writing down verbatim what he's saying. And I'm like, Oh man, I don't can't believe I didn't 
think of this, you know, and so it's that that's what attracts me to coach. He he's the consummate teacher, but yes. does it in in a way that he feels he's sharing something with you because you're his friend, which that's is a, a great sign of a great teacher. The thing that uh, gets me about uh, all the great uh, learners, you, Eastman, Coach Rav, uh, Billy Donovan's a great learner. Yes, very much so. Is that uh, my friend John Gordon is a great learner, but they become, they are, the great learners then are the best teachers. And that's a key thing. The thing I've loved since we met years ago was when you would share with me what you did at Marquette and now uh, at uh, Virginia Tech of your Sunday night lessons with Buzz. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, that is the ultimate thing you can do as a college coach. Would you share that yeah. with some of the people that don't know it? Sure. Um, you know, when I got the job at Marquette, uh, Coach, um, I shouldn't have got the job. I had not earned the job. Um, I, I got the job because of the a byproduct of the circumstance. Um, and I really didn't know the team. I had been employed there for uh, whatever it was, eight months. Uh, but I was going recruiting a lot. Uh, typical, I just got the job. We need to sign some players. Hmm. And... So I wanted to find a way in the summer, uh, you know, you get whatever, eight hours a week, you know, where I, I didn't I didn't need to coach them. Uh, I needed to get to know them, and they needed to get to know me. And so we have weekly calendars uh, every hour on the hour uh, from 5 a.m. to 11 p.m. every day of the week. Everything's color-coded. Is it academics? Is it? tutoring is it weights is it uh we call it it injury prevention where they not lifting weights but where they spend time doing things where we know that they're weak to prevent injuries um whether it's film whether it's practice whether it's a game every week of the year everyone in our program gets a weekly calendar and so uh obviously the coaches get the calendar for the entire organization but our trainer gets it. Our secretary gets it. If anybody called our office and said, if Brendan was on our team, hey, where's Brendan? Something happened. I need to talk to him. Um, they would know. They they have their calendar, and they would know, hey, Brendan is in tutoring right now over at such and such. Wow. So every Sunday night when I gave our kids their calendar for the upcoming week uh, during the off season, it started obviously in the late spring, summer, uh, we started having life lessons. And that has evolved to now here at Virginia Tech. They're called Tech, as in Virginia Tech, Tech Talks. And Love it. it. It's not n- 0% of it is basketball related. None of it. Um, it's all literally things that uh, I always tell even you. Hey, Coach, um can you tell me at your age, can you tell me what you wish somebody would have told you when you were 42? Cause I'm 42. And so uh, that's one of the core questions I always ask. Um, wh- what do you wish when you look back that you wish somebody would have shared with you at 42? 
and basically what tech talks are is what I wish somebody would have told me when I was 18, when I was 20. And it's a variety of things. Um, you know, we've read a couple of John Gordon's books. That's kind of separate than a tech talk because I do that. We have a book club individually with kids. Certain kids are into certain things for certain reasons. So I read those books with them. Um, but a tech talk is how to write a check, how to balance a checkbook. What is credit? What does debit mean? How do I write that in my register? How to tie a tie? Uh, it's literally anything. Uh, the rule of 72, how to invest money. Every seven years, your money doubles. How does that work? What is compound interest? Uh, we did one last year on uh, how do you think? Uh, you know, you learn differently than I do, and why? how does that translate to school? How does that translate to basketball? We do some personality things. I know Coach Donovan's big on that. Um we do some of that stuff, not at the level that Coach does it, um, but every week it's something different. And a lot of that, Brendan, comes from what I'm learning in all of these uh, twice-a-month things that I do. Just try to boil it down and share with those guys things that I think put them ahead and not necessarily put them ahead uh, in basketball, but maybe put them ahead when they become a husband, when they become a father, and just help them try to change their lens on how they look at certain things. And so I'm constantly, like I have a folder uh, that I carry in my in my book bag. I have a folder uh, on my computer. Anything that I read, anything that I come across that I'm like, yeah, I need to flesh through this a little bit more. This could turn into a tech talk. Uh, and it's just kind of become a part of it. Anybody that is here, when we have a tech talk, they have to go and they have to take notes. And we have a notebook that I had designed um, that if anybody's at tech talk, here's your notebook. This is where you have to take your notes. And uh, that's one of the tech talks. How do you take notes? Um, So, like, if my kids are here and we have a tech talk, my boys, my girls, they know, let's go, it's tech talk you got to take notes. Uh, any children on our staff, if a recruit's here, if a coach is here, uh, we have a lot of old people because I love old people uh, that are around. Whatever old people are here, they're a part of, <laughs> I call it our folk band. Uh, we've got our bass drummer here now. He's, 60, um, he's 66. Uh, you know, and he's like, he's not a coach. He's just a guy. I met him when I was 20. Uh, he comes and stays with me for weeks at a time. And when we have tech talk, he's got his book. He knows he's got to take notes. So anybody that's here, when we have tech talk, they got to be a part of it. Well, you've created a culture, and it's a culture of learning. And uh, the biggest thing that Jay Billis I hear talk about, and he's even done it on one of our podcasts, the biggest problem he has in college athletics is we're worried too much about how many credits kids are getting as opposed to what they're learning. What they're, you know, I want educated kids coming out of here. I don't care how many credits they have. I want kids that when they leave here, they're so much better than when they came. And that's what you're doing. You're what I call as a transformational coach, one that's more concerned about developing uh, human beings than, frankly, the winning is a byproduct. It takes care of itself. 
uh, the, you lose games if the kids don't become men. You, at Marquette, you had some incredible young men that had hard starts in life, and you gave them a shot. You invested in them, and one that comes to mind is Jimmy Butler right now. You're so proud of him, I know. Talk about Jimmy. Well, uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, literally every word you said um, is correct. Uh, I think I'm attracted to kids uh, maybe that on paper shouldn't make it and shouldn't make it however you want to perceive that, shouldn't make it as a kid that's going to graduate from college, shouldn't make it as a kid uh, that's going to have a successful college basketball career. Um, I cheer for those guys. And because of how hard I love our kids, because of how hard I coach our kids, typically speaking, those kids are the ones that best adapt to our culture. And they are for sure the ones that adapt the quickest. Obviously, Jimmy has um, thus far, uh, he's off to a great start in his NBA career, um, but not just those kids that have had success at that level, um, but kids that have that similar background that Jimmy has. There's a litany of lists of kids um, like that. And those are, I don't know, those those are the ones I best connect with. Those are the ones that uh, probably understand me quicker. Uh, those that you know, they, they're not um, they're not necessarily spoiled by anything because they don't even really understand all that's running around them, and so they somewhat overachieve. And those are the ones that I feel as though allow me to push them uh, to an, a level that they weren't aware of, and so. What Jimmy's done is, is great. I actually think he has some more in him. Uh, I talk to Jimmy all the time. All of those kids, Jimmy and Jay and all of those guys that are playing in the league, all the kids that are uh, playing at a high level in Europe, kids that are not playing that are in coaching. We have a family reunion every year. Uh, we'll have one when recruiting's over in July, and it's always around Buzz's Bunch. That's the organization for special need children that my wife and I started eight years ago. Those kids uh, that we're talking about have been a part of Buzz Bunch camps, and uh, they they still want to be a part, so we always, everybody flies in or drives in during that time. And so uh, I love Jimmy, don't love Jimmy because uh, of how many baskets he scored in NBA playoffs or because he made the all-star team or any of those things. Uh, just love him because I completely remember where he was and what he was and how he stayed true to that uh, from the very first time we met. And uh, I, I think that he has more in store. I agree. Uh, Buzz, you have been the recipient of uh, great influence of your own coaches or coaches that you work with, you understand completely your role now as a coach and how people, people that work for you as well as others outside are influenced by you. 
How do you accept that responsibility? Mm, I think it's the most important responsibility. Uh, thanks for asking. Every coach that I worked for has since worked with us since I've been a head coach, right. except for two guys. And those two guys, in the process, um, we've helped get other jobs uh, in coaching at the college level. I, you know, my junior college coach uh, was 71 the day I was hired at Marquette as the head coach, and he retired the next day. Um, he was a college coach for 50 years. He's in the Junior College Hall of Fame. He won 648 games. He's my coach, um, and he's been with me. I've employed him as a, quote, consultant ever since then. So he's uh, 78 now. Uh, he'll be up here in a couple of weeks. Uh, he's around all the time. Like I said, he's part of the folk band. Um, he's a backup singer. And uh, they, they uh, I, I just feel like I want to be a coach's coach. I cheer for coaches. I don't care what sport they're in. I don't care what level they coach at. Um, coaches have changed my world. And because they've changed my world, they've changed my children's world. Great. And so I'm very, uh, I feel very responsible that when I can help a coach, particularly a coach that has helped me, uh, that that is for life. That is not for eligibility purposes. That is not until I get another job. That's for life. And uh, that that responsibility uh, nearly uh, other than being the husband that God uh, expects me to be and the father uh, that he expects me to be that would be my next priority and um, I hold that it's on sacred ground and I, I don't even know that anybody's ever in my career asked me this question the way that you did um, and I apologize for getting emotional about it, but it's really, really important to me. Well, and uh, you know, and I know that I know you, and I know the way you feel, and I know the impact you have on your kids and the coaches you're with. And I've met your coaches, and I know the way they feel about you. And yeah. this responsibility that we have in this profession it sickens me sometimes to see the way some act, and yep. that's why. You know, Coach Rav, I've known since I was 14. Uh, I love that man. Uh, and, you know, and Kevin and all these people that we've been fortunate enough to have touched us. And uh, UB Brown, that was my high school coach, and Dick Vitale, the first guy that ever hired me. And on down through the line, every one of them has invested so much in me. It's now my turn. To help, That's right. and and yep. it's Kevin's turn and your turn, and there's no age. And Billy Donovan, even though he's young, it's we can all give, and and that's what I love about you. You're sharing and you're teaching, yep. and it's beautiful, Buzz. And uh, you've been you. uh, you've been incredible. I'm sorry that I made you do something that you felt was uncomfortable, <laughs> but let me tell you something, brother. Uh, 
I know you and love you too much to know that the people want to hear uh, what Buzz Williams is about because you're one of the most intriguing men that we've had coming coaching in years. You're a gift to our game. You're a gift to the players in our game. And so well, I thank you for being a friend and a coach. Man, that says a lot. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I just I, I want to I, I don't I, I I'm uncomfortable when. I don't feel like I'm doing service to the platform. And uh, I think what you and Coach do and how you went about it and the intent of your heart and what you've created uh, and how you've helped so many people, like, and I, I don't, I guess, I don't know that anything has ever been um, created during my career that is for the betterment of the game, for the betterment of coaches, and that it is the purpose of it is for coaches. Like there's not anything else like that. And so uh, that's what makes me uncomfortable because I don't view myself as being worthy of being on that platform. So I appreciate you very much. Hey, hey, you know, you know, uh, you know, compared to the guy upstairs that started it all, none of us are worthy but he's yeah. given us an opportunity to use that platform, which I love that word, uh, yeah. to help others. And as uh, I often use my definition of coaching, Buzz, is taking players where they can't take themselves. And I think it's also about taking coaches where they can't take themselves. Every one mm-hmm. of us need to be coached. And I, I've, ne- I've gotten so much better as a coach in the last 10 years because I'm so interested in learning. And I, like you, I learn from I learn more from football coaches than I do from darn basketball coaches now. Oh yeah, I do. Yeah, and as we're talk as we're talking and doing this podcast, John Gordon is texting me like he can hear our thing, which he can't, and wanting me to talk to you and ask you questions. And I'm saying, John, sorry, you listen like everyone else. Buzz, I love you, brother. Oh, you're the best. He is incredible, and uh, and he's a. I tell him, you're the best coach I know. That's an author, and speaker. You're just out there, and he's taken his platform, and he's been an, a great resource for all coaches, all sports, men's and women's, and and that's the ultimate coach. I mean, I love that's women's right. sports as you do, and uh, and so goodness gracious. I think he's. You know, I think he's at Coach Harbaugh's camp today. Speak. He is working with Harbaugh, and I told him to, to to drop the shorts and stuff and wear some khakis in there if he wants to relate to Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> Can you put on some khakis and some black shoes from 1979 with a with, with a mock neck sweatshirt? Oh, they'll they'll get along famously, and uh, you know, and 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 John, uh, it, you know, is just. Uh, an amazing phenomenon, but he loves you, Buzz, and uh, and, and I love which, is, him. which is what he he's a, he's a great judge of people. But our coaches love you. Coaches are going to want to be able to follow you on Twitter as I do every day, uh, and also if I want to reach out and ask you or anyone on your staff some questions or come see a player practice, how would they go sure. about both of those? Um, my Twitter is at. Team Coach Buzz, and then I have a website, um, CoachBuzzWilliams.com, 
And then through the website, Coach, they're able to – you can email me. And the email address is buzz at coachbuzzwilliams.com. And so uh, I have a guy that, that checks that every day for me. Obviously, I'm on Twitter. I, uh, I've gotten into that at the, <laughs> at the urging of Coach Rav uh, and Alex. They kind of buggy with me into doing all of that, and I've kind of gotten into it and learned a lot from doing it. So those, those are probably the two best ways. Uh, our practices uh, are always open. Uh, we don't close any practices except for the day before a game. And then we have boot camp. Uh, boot camp typically is over a 12-day period of time, and that's the only thing that I don't allow anybody to come to uh, just because that's where our team is formed. But anything else, um, just show up, and uh, we'll be thankful to have you. You can call the office. They'll tell you what our schedule is for that day or whenever you're wanting to come, and we welcome anybody that wants to be a part. Thank you, my friend. Look forward yes, to seeing you. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, bud. Thank you.